0: The charity strip right now. I, I hate watching Zach Edy play basketball. I'm sorry. I do too, but I'm pretty jealous of Zach Edy. Why is that because he's tall? Well, yeah, he's gonna be national
1: player of the year. Do you want to be seven foot four? I would want to be that tall. You hit your head on doorways all the time and stuff. I think I would want to <laughs> be seven
0: foot four though. The more I think about it, man, like yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty tall, obviously. Like he can That's can't... really
1: tall, man. You can't fit into half the cars that are out there.
0: Yeah, but you could dominate on the basketball court wherever you go. You're always going to make money. Not regardless. wherever he goes. He
1: won't do it in the NBA.
0: He could go to Turkey. He could go to yes. Japan, though. Yeah. And he'll still make some coin. He'll still make some money. Who knows? Maybe he could come off the bench and be an energy guy. Although, is he an energy guy when he can barely get no, up and down the he court? Can't,
1: he can't get up and down the court. That's the problem. He if Look, the only way an NBA team takes any chance on Zach Eady is if they say, all right, that's a big body we can get out there that'll get some fouls, play some defense. And just eat up a few minutes, and he's part of camp, and he plays well in camp. Like he that's could be, he really could be like a Boban though.
0: He could, he could come off the bench, give you a couple of rebounds, you know, because he's so tall.
1: But he'll never be as good in commercials as
0: Boban. Oh no 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 no. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have that type of personality. But he bounces it. He
1: bounces it. He bounces it. He's, is there is there any role player in the history of professional sports that is more likable and has had more commercials than Boban? Role I don't player, think there is. Like a role player. Somebody Ah. whose stardom has exceeded anywhere close to what they are as a player. No.
0: No. I can't think of anybody that's come close. No, I can't either, actually. Rick Fox, maybe?
1: Yeah, but Rick Fox was a starter. Rick Fox played on, like, championship Laker teams.
0: Yeah, he played in the big market. Dylan just said
1: in the chat, Baker Mayfield. That's that's mean, Dylan. That's mean, but I kind of agree. (laughs) Baker Mayfield's a good actor, actually. He'll be great. When he flames out of the league in two years, he'll just get into movies, and he'll be fine.
0: You know what? You know what's kind of embarrassing. You know when people like we talk about it on the show, like we watch. Oh, we watch The Jersey Shore. We watch The Real World. Yeah, I was a big Baker guy for a while. I really like when he planted the flag. I, so I, I kind of liked that. But there were then some times where you.
1: So what I like about it is he's honest. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of arrogance which you which is, feels feels not to the level of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is different, but, like, yeah. that honesty, the arrogance kind of combined, I, I can respect that. But at the same time, I don't really want that with a quarterback because then they lose their focus, right? We talk about the the, the Grizzlies all the time. That's and good point. they just You get in their heads, and they get so mad because they can't focus on actually being mature. Like, they have to it, – it just takes people off. Like, for us, we have opinions, and we if we go off on a rant, that's fine. If you do that as a starting quarterback for a team, like – it's different. You have to be a little more poised. The greatest quarterbacks of all time have always, really for the most part, been that way. I agree. Like,
0: I want my quarterback to be very boring. I want my quarterback to be like Peyton, like Eli. You know, even Brady. I mean, Brady, when he was young, though, he was all over the place. He was dating everybody. He was yeah. always in the clubs. Then he got married. He became an old man. But even even then, though. But, yeah, your quarterback can't be all over the place. That That's like when Rodgers started going on McAfee. And, and stuff like that that's when he became the ultimate villain and that's really that's when the struggle started like last year when he became this big controversial figure that's when he uh, that's when the downfall I guess started
1: yeah it, it's been only Baker, a couple the, of years since we've had that kind of change in Aaron Rodgers, where he's become the more honest guy
0: Baker same thing like Baker he was he was like all over the place for a while so many endorsements for Baker and then the downfall came because he was pretty good as rookie year people forget yeah that.
1: yeah he was He broke the rookie record for touchdown passes. Yeah. I I mean, mean, they tried to kill
0: Jacoby Brissett, but he goes in there. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, he broke the rookie passing touchdown record. He was even pretty good that second year. I mean, he led the Browns. He didn't lead the Browns. Kevin Stefanski comes in there. Yeah. They go to the playoffs. But then I think some of that blame, I mean, the roster kind of fell apart. Everybody was injured. The defensive side of the ball wasn't what we expected. Right. Also at the same time, I think Stefanski got kind of lazy. Everything was based off play action for Baker because he's so small. And then, like, they went from, like, everything was, like, 60% play action with Baker Mayfield, like, half of his dropbacks. And then they reduced it to, like, 33%. The run game wasn't the same. Kareem Hunt got hurt. Nick Chubb got hurt. Baker still stinks, though. I have no uh, I have no hope for him in Tampa Bay. I was actually
1: hoping he was going to stay with the Rams just because there's a chance Matt Stafford gets hurt and he had success in that offense. Yeah. But now you look at it and go, God, you're going to Tampa? Tampa's the worst team in the worst division in the NFL.
0: Is there a worse drop off from from quarterback? I was trying to think of it like if you if you really messed up and you lost like your wife and you ended up dating just like you know just just somebody random. But what kind of drop off is there between Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield? Because <laughs> at least with Kyle, Trask, I guess it, you're like okay, you got you got a young guy. Okay, he's 24 years old. We're gonna see what we have in him, but you go from tom brady to baker mayfield how do you sell the roster on that the would, fan base i would
1: argue tiger woods from his now ex-wife to uh yeah. waitress at perkins or whatever there's that yeah that's a pretty that's a. that's a drop off
0: i mean it's it, yeah it's it's gonna be rough times for tampa bay but nobody will care because you have the super bowl you went all in for one super bowl yeah And you had a nice little run there with brady and now you have Baker Mayfield. I'm kind of rooting for Baker, though. We'll see if he could revive his career. You
1: know, it's, it's interesting. It's time. funny though, because as bad as the Bucks are probably going to be, they're still only five to one to win the NFC South. Saints are plus one twenty five. Panthers plus two fifty. Falcons four to one. So like, it's not you're not seeing them as like plus fifteen hundred or anything for the division.
0: Who would you bet right now? Because okay. I go I, so I go on all the time with Mike D'Antoni and those guys, and I think mm-hmm. the Saints right now obviously have the best the best roster. But dude, I picked them the last three years. Last year they should have won it. Like Jameis was coming off of a year where he was five and two. He had eight touchdowns of just one pick, or I'm sorry, six touchdowns of three picks. Then he got injured. But they, they were five and two, and then he got hurt, and then it was Taysom Hill. And, you know, last year, even when Jameis was healthy enough to come back, they still stuck with Andy Dalton. Now you replace him with Derek Carr. You do have, I mean, a better run game. I, I know that is gonna
1: miss four games. He's gonna miss four games. Yeah.
0: But you have Mike Thomas coming back, too. Um, but what, defense, is my, what is Mike Thomas at this point? I think he's going to have a monster year just because You're crazy. Ola- no, he Chris hasn't Ola- played competitive
1: football in almost like three years consistently.
0: No, no, I know, but like when he was on the field, he looked all right. And now Chris Olave is the number one. So when you think about it, man, Mike Thomas can't guard Mike's at number two. Because Chris Olave, I think, is a top. I think he's receiver fantastic. That, I mean, the, he's the, just as good as the Garrett draft Wilson. class that we just had
1: in terms of receivers. Yeah, might go down as one of the best all time.
0: I agree, man. Like Garrett Wilson's great, and he did all that without a quarterback. And then the yep. same thing really with Chris Olave. We'll see what Christian Watson. Don't looks forget like. Jahan Dotson in DC. He's going to have a monster year. It. We'll see who the quarterback is. I think it's going to end up being Jacoby, though. I think he's going to win the job too. I, I mean, he's going to because he's the ultimate locker room guy. Everybody's going to fall in love with him. He has the experience.
1: This is the, the problem that they didn't have Sam Howell actually out there playing a few games. So, yeah, it's... But I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I still look at the Saints because you have the you have the most consistent quarterback play in Derek Carr. Best they, defense. Should, they should be the favorite. They've got a great defense. Uh, it's It really comes down to, to me, the wild card is the Panthers. It's not the Falcons, because unless the Falcons get Lamar Jackson, and that's different. They've said they're out. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, the Bucks are rebuilding. We know that. But if you look at the Panthers, if Frank Wright can get that team, to play good football, running it a lot, while whoever the quarterback is that they draft gets an opportunity to grow because they're going to start right away. Yeah. If it's C.J. Stroud, probably C.J. Stroud. He's going to be starting right away. But if he's put in a position where he's got multiple running backs, turn around, hand the ball off to him. You know, you, you know that you've got a lot. Certain, the big thing that you, you know, as a rookie quarterback or young quarterback needs, right? They need a good run game, and they also need a good tight end. They can count on short yardage. Yeah. Quick little in routes. If if you can set up plays. That you know that that quarterback probably C.J. Stroud can be comfortable with, man. There, there is a chance that the with with everything we saw from the end of last year and now a better coach down in, in with the Panthers. There, there is a chance that they absolutely could win that division at plus. That's why they're only plus two fifty.
0: I just want to know who the receivers are going to be, you know, because you trade away D.J. Moore. Rightfully yeah. so. You traded away um, the chosen one, Robbie Anderson, last year, yeah. which makes complete sense. Chosen
1: Robbie, whatever. He's got like He's changed his name like every year.
0: So that's the only thing. They need some receivers there because if you're going to have a, a, a rookie quarterback, you obviously need, like you said, you need a tight end, you need a strong run game, which they do have. They do have a good defense. I just, I mean,
1: LaVisca Le- Chenault is probably their best receiver I, I think right he's, now.
0: I think, he's wide receiver, I think he's wide receiver number one, which is crazy to say, which is, why, by default, I'd have to pick the Saints, but I want to wait and see because I don't know where Lamar's going to play, and if there's a chance that he does go to the NFC South, I'm taking that team, even if it's a team like Atlanta with no defense. But the thing that scares me about Atlanta, I want to play them right now because it looks like is going to be the starter, of the British yeah. quarterback, right? Because you yep. don't give him $20 million to be no, the backup. No. And I like Heineke, uh, Heineke, but I don't like him enough to, like, to even win that division.
1: Yeah, he, so, I mean, look, you saw what he did in D.C. And what I can tell you, it's very simple with the Falcons. It'll be a little different because they like to run the ball more. Right. And, well, Washington actually had a good run game this past year. There's a lot more talent there now. Brian Robinson had it with Antonio Gibson and all that. So they had more of that. The Falcons will struggle to score 20 points. That's what happens with Heineke at quarterback. But you'll also get some spectacular plays. And then you'll get some what the hell were you thinking plays at yeah. the same time. So you're going to get a balance of that. He's getting $10 million a year. He's going to spend his career being more of a bridge quarterback. And that's okay. Like he's gonna make a lot of money off of that. For a guy that was called up as a COVID emergency quarterback for Washington, was sitting, was sleeping on like his sister's couch, trying to graduate from ODU. yeah, Because he hadn't graduated yet. Going back to school to then get that opportunity to play in a playoff game against the eventual Super Bowl champions in Tampa. And Tom Brady, I mean the, the career arc for him has been unbelievable. So that's you're right. That's probably what the Falcons will be this year. Uh, but they also surprise people. Out. I mean you got to think some of the teams. The Seahawks were a big surprise in the NFC last year. The Falcons were actually a big surprise. And by the end of the year, Carolina was a big surprise too.
0: Absolutely. This is the year like where it's wide open in the NFC, and that's why I grabbed some Bears in the NFC, <laughs> even though it seemed insane at the time. I just I I struggle I I struggle now where I'm looking at the market and I'm like okay plus three hundred for Chicago. And as down as I am on Green Bay, plus 450 seems absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Like last year, we projected them to be a top 10 defense. They're going to get Rashawn Gary back. We'll see what they do in the draft, man. I mean, they want first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that they get first round picks for Aaron Rodgers, but I guarantee that they're getting more than they were going to get a couple days ago. So Eric Stokes comes back. You have Jair Alexander. Maybe you draft the safety. If Jordan Love is in a complete disaster, Minnesota defensively is a nightmare. And, yep. like, they've already lost so much on the defensive side of the ball. Zedarius probably isn't coming back. That hurts the pass rush. Yep, Chicago's probably a year away. And, I mean, we do this with Detroit every once in a while. I think they're the rightful favorites in the NFC North. Like, if you're making the smart pick, gun to your head, you pick the Lions. But as far as, like, value, I mean, man, if Jared Goff goes down, and that's sad to say even, who's their backup quarterback? Maybe they look in the draft. I don't know. The thing that scares me a little bit about the Lions is if Lamar's really going to be open. He's out there, right? Right. What if maybe Detroit does go in on Lamar?
1: Oh, that changes everything.
0: Changes everything. Looks like nobody is going in on Lamar, though. He's going to end up either playing one year on the franchise tag for the Ravens, and then maybe they work something out. Or maybe he just pulls the, hey, I'm not going to play football. I just I can't see a quarterback doing that, though. Like, when we have seen that guy sitting out, it's been like mm-hmm. Emmett Smith years back. Or Le'Veon Bell, running yeah. backs, wide receivers have done this. Sure, have we ever seen a quarterback though do this? I, I don't remember.
1: So the Ravens and their standoff with Lamar Jackson could go down in NFL history as a uh, like a, a, a negotiation negotiation altering situation. What I mean by that is you've got the Ravens trying to stand pat not giving essentially the same contract that Deshaun Watson got, saying, "Uh uh-uh, that's an outlier. We're not going to set that precedent. Yeah. Then you've got Lamar Jackson, who's trying to go and get that type of money, who wants to keep that from being an outlier and wants to make it the new precedent, wants to make sure that, oh, that's what quarterbacks are getting moving forward. Who wins? Whoever wins is going to dictate how that's viewed moving forward. And that's why the Ravens are digging in. But what they also have, Lamar Jackson has missed an average of four starts over his last three years. Oh, right. And that's a problem. You know, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, they're also up for deals. They haven't missed any time. That does matter. I know people think that that's not that big of a deal, and maybe he would have played if he had a long-term deal towards the end of this past season. There's there's a chance, and I don't blame him for saying, ah, I don't have long-term security. I'm not going to risk a, a bigger injury. But that being said, he's had the narrative before, and it's there when somebody is known as an injury-prone player and it's something as important a quarterback as quarterback and you got all this money involved with it. It just it makes the negotiations that much tougher.
0: Yeah, especially, like, this year and last year because when he goes out last year, they're in first place in the division. They're going to be the number one seed in the entire AFC, you have to remember. Like, last year, it was wide open in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was the number one seed. They end up getting bounced in the wild card, or in the second round by uh, in the divisional round by uh, Cincinnati. So it was wide open last year. He goes down. Same thing this year. Like, they easily probably could have made a run to the Super Bowl and he gets injured. So I get where Baltimore's coming from, but, man, at the same time, You really can't fault him for getting hurt, especially with the offense that they're playing in. With Greg Roman calling the plays, Mm -hmm. he's had no weapons. It's been a running offense. So much that he had to bulk up before the season. So it's not all on him. I I think if he goes to Miami, I think they probably, at worst, 12-13 win team, I'd probably pick him to win the Super Bowl. Imagine Lamar, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, any sort of run game. Man, I don't know. They don't have a defense. I mean, they're starting to spend some money on the defensive side of the ball. They have Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. They have Chubb there now. They have a pass rush. I think they'd be pretty tough. I just I want to see him go somewhere else. I don't want to see him back in Baltimore. Well, you
1: know that my NFL fantasy is Lamar Jackson in San Francisco. If you put it as Miami as the other team, who like where does he thrive more? It might. Is
0: it Miami or San Francisco? San Francisco. I yeah. think if he goes to but San Miami's Francisco. But Miami's really good. I mean, that offense is, you see the talent that's there. I agree, man. But again, it comes down to, like, if he goes to Miami, they're in the AFC. So for the next, you know, five, six years, he's that competing against yes. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert that with is a true. better play caller, a better defense, everybody there. And the NFC, man, it is wide open. Like, we could do this every single night. And I don't know who the top five quarterbacks right now in the NFC are. Dak's probably number two. Jalen Hurts is number one, which is almost insane to say because just last year, people didn't know if Jalen Hurts was an NFL starter. And now he's the number one quarterback Mm -hmm. after just one year, though. And we've done this before. Kaepernick had a couple really good years. Man, I thought Andrew Luck was going to win multiple Super Bowls and he retired before he was 30. The Colts ruined him. Right. But it's just, it's wide open right now. So if Lamar can make his way to the NFC or any of these guys, oh, man. It is. that'd, That'd be the perfect situation, the Niners.
1: Yeah, it would be. Fantastic to watch him play there, that's for sure. All right, let's the night.
0: Purdue's losing.
1: I know. Oh, I'm going to let them know.